basketball is battling their way through the ACC, which means it's time to talk all things Georgia Tech on the Damon Stoudemire Show. Gets a clear out. He swings back and jams it down, down the right side of the lane. Rising to the rafters in McCamish. We'll hear from Georgia Tech basketball head coach Damon Stoudemire as we gear up for another week of Georgia Tech hoops on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Now here's the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. And a very good evening to you. We are fired up for another week of Georgia Tech basketball, and we are fired up for another edition of the Damon Stoudemire Coaches Show. We are live tonight from New Round Brewing Company on the east side belt line of Atlanta, our terrific partner on the Georgia Tech Sports Network and of Georgia Tech Athletics. Georgia Tech back in action and back on the road on Wednesday as they travel to South Bend to take on Notre Dame and then one of the rare Saturday home games in ACC play back in McCamish on Saturday as they welcome in the Syracuse Orange. We'll break down those matchups over the next hour, recap the previous week of Georgia Tech basketball, and we look forward to doing so over the next hour with the head coach of your Yellow Jackets, Damon Stoudemire. My name is Andy Demetra, and let's get right into it here live from New Realm Brewing Company on the east side belt line with head coach Damon Stoudemire. Coach, good to visit with you again. How are you? Doing well, Andy. Thank you. Uh, were you surprised by the outcome of the Super Bowl last night? Did you have any uh, rooting interest, 49ers, Chiefs, or were you indifferent, or were you just watching basketball instead? No, no, no. They, <laughs> you know, it's no games on during the, during the uh, Super Bowl, so I was watching like everybody else, and, you know, it's, uh, you know, Mahomes, boy. You know, he, the 49ers had their opportunities, and, you know, they capitalized. They didn't capitalize, you know, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Casey dro- drove them up the field. and I mean, you know, Mahomes is Mahomes at, at the end of the day. I I think probably for me the craziest thing about the football season is if I'm Kansas City, I'm saying, let's be honest, they probably played about a C average all year and won the, run, won the Super right. Bowl. So I'm pretty sure they'll make, try to make a couple changes and, you know, get, retool and get better, you know. But that's what I thought they threw off all year. I mean, they they played two road playoff games. Yeah, they had to weather some ebbs and flows, just yeah. like your team is is in the midst yeah. of. And yeah. I know you guys got back to work today. And, and what did you address with your team to get the week started, get them back and, and ready to attack with the right attitude? Well, you know, it's just, you know, I've been saying it a lot lately. we got to get lost in the work. And I think that um, it's not really about an opponent right now. I think we we got to get back to the basics, you know, somewhere along the line just competing. Start with that, you know, competing, you know, having a competitive spirit. Um, you know, we, we haven't, you know, I thought we had that against Louisville some, but, you know, we didn't have that earlier in the week against Wagan. Um, you know, then the execution part of it comes into play. And I just think, like, I I used to think this as a player, but I'm a firm believer of it now. I don't think you can even start practice until you get tired because the game doesn't start for us, honestly, until, until we get fatigued. Once we're fatigued, we're a different team. And if you look at our stance, at it, analytically um, speaking, the first half, our defense is really good. And in the second half, it just falls off. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's, that's number one, it's a mindset. But number two, um, I just, you know, you can't, your, your mind has to control your body, not the other way around. Because if that was the case, we'll, you know, we would all, you know, struggle somewhat. So um, that that's really, 
for me, that's been the focus is just kind of taking care of us and getting back to the basics. But more importantly, um, you know, uh, that competing part, you know, because uh, for me, we've lost that. You know what I mean? And I, I don't I don't like seeing that. Uh, you guys had that game Saturday where you wanted to on the road at Louisville. You were up 60-51, eight minutes to go. And I know that holding on to second-half leads has been somewhat tenuous this year. What, what buttons are you trying to push right now to shore that up and make your guys a more consistent closing team? Is well, it all just a mindset like you said, or is there anything from an X's and O's standpoint you and your staff are evaluating to make sure you can limit some of those runs down the stretch from opponents? Yeah. Or like you said, is it more of just a mentality at this point? It's a lot. It, it, you know, it's, it's not necessarily um, anything more than you know, just being tired of, you know, I, I, I mean this, I, I do. It's, it's, you know, we all got to get sick of it. But mentally, you got to lock in. You just got to lock in. Like, to me, what I see a lot of the times is not strategic. We got to rebound with two hands. You can't rebound with one. You have to box out. Um, if you're in position to take a charge, take it. You know, don't don't get out the way. Um you know, then when we come down on the offensive end, you have to be so disciplined with yourself because you got to fight the temptation to know the strengths and the weaknesses of your game when the, when the game is what I like to say is on, you know. And so if it's, if you're wide open for a shot and it's not your shot, that doesn't mean you have to take it. you got to be disciplined. And I just feel like, for me, it's the it's the mental part. That's what I and, – and that's what I preach, and that's what I preach from day one. And when we were successful and when we are successful and we win games, that's why we win games, you know. But we can't we can't do that because we shoot ourselves in the foot too much. We'll, we'll get a nine-point lead, like I said, and it's, it doesn't have anything to do with, with – it doesn't have anything to do with strategy or anything like that. It's just you got to have a will to win at the end of the day. I think that's – that that's all I had of it forget me being a coach as a player I was the smallest one on the floor all the time like there were times where you just you got to say look this is not going to happen like and so that's that's what I'm looking for if we just take a stand we'll win games mm -hmm. is part of the frustration the knowledge that you guys have closed out games before you have yeah. shown that competitive will North Carolina Duke yeah. Mississippi State so you know that your team possesses that ability is just coaxing that out of them more consistently yeah, you have to do that. Um, I think that's that's the biggest thing. Now, and I'll say this too. I mean, I I, I believe in this too, and I've been there as a player. Sometimes it gets scary. It gets scary if you if you have success because with success comes expectation. Everybody don't want expectation. I'm not saying my team doesn't want expectation. I use this as an example. When I was 24 years old. We played against the Utah Jazz, and the Utah Jazz had just went to two straight conference finals. Um, excuse me, two straight finals mm -hmm. against the Bulls. And we weren't supposed to get to the conference uh, semifinals, the, the young Blazer team I was on, and we meet them in the second round. And things got accelerated. We went to Utah, and we beat them on their floor, and that's really hard to do in the playoffs. And we, we went home. And we played them, and it was the hardest game of my life trying to close them out. And when I say we were doing the same thing, we trying to rebound with one hand, and they'll get in and put it in. We couldn't put them away. You got to, like, 
you got to really lock in. Like, you got to lock in all the way. You can't take possessions off because if you're if it's a three-possession game, you got I don't play the scoreboard. So when I look at – when I'm talking to my guys, I, I look at the game like this. If we're up six, it's a two-possession game. If we're up – you know, 10, that's a four possession game. Like, you know, we just don't, you know, like, so I'm trying to get those guys to think of it in, in that manner. And that for me is, you know, what we got to do to close games out. But somebody on the floor has to be the one to start saying those things. I always say this is, you know, um, the inconsistencies come from the collective lack of winning together. We haven't won together. We haven't won enough together. But at the same time, too, um, if you've been in enough of those scenarios, like, you know, somebody has to, on the floor that is, at times, try not to take over the game, but just to, to, to take over, to, to take over, you know, what's needed at the moment. And a lot of times to win games at the end, sometimes it's going to come down to t- uh, a toughness. Sometimes it's going to come down to we need to execute. No coach that be in this spot. You got to get to that spot. Like it, it's always different. So, you know, I think that's what we struggle with a lot of the times because um, the guys are, are trying, but sometimes they don't, they, they don't understand it. And, we, and, we'll, and, and we'll, we're working and we're, we're getting better, but sometimes the results you're not seeing that. Help continuing to get back to work, and maybe that breakthrough will come on Wednesday as you head to Notre Dame to take on the Fighting Irish. Look forward to bringing you the action from the Purcell Pavilion in South Bend on Wednesday night, and then after that, back home in McCamish to take on the Syracuse Orange. We'll hit our first time out. Plenty more to get to, including, and I know it's of little comfort to him because it came in a loss, a career high for Miles Kelly, and we'll also tell you about some of the milestones that Miles reached in that 36-point performance versus Louisville. Just underway on this Monday night, live from New Realm Brewing Company on the East Side Beltline. It's the Demons Out of our Coaches Show, and it continues after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. This is our home, and at Georgia Power, we believe every Georgian deserves a clean energy future, a future that includes around-the-clock nuclear energy, producing zero emissions. And thanks to the dedication of thousands of team members, we've recently completed the newest nuclear unit at Plant Vogel, a unit that will serve our customers with reliable energy for generations to come. Learn more at georgiapower.com slash Vogel. That's georgiapower.com slash V-O-G-T-L-E. With the Kroger app, shopping online with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. Same low prices, same personalized deals, same rewards on the same high-quality items like Honeycrisp apples and pasta sauce with no hidden fees or markups. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Every day, this talented lineup brings it. Power, versatility, and the ability to outwork and outthink the competition. The dynamic Ford Escape SUV, fan favorite Ford Explorer, and the built wild Ford Bronco Sport. This lineup is destined to create classic moments. See your local Ford dealer today. Greatness starts here. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. One of the toughest jobs in law enforcement is telling a family that a loved one has been killed by a drunk driver. That's why Georgia law enforcement works every day to keep drunk drivers off the road. Every DUI arrest could be one less family to lose someone to drunk driving. You can help. 
hand the keys to a designated driver, or call a ride service. It saves lives and prevents a costly DUI arrest. Drive sober or get pulled over. Brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. You know Georgia Tech basketball is exciting to watch. But here's something you might not see. Many of the mechanical and HVAC systems on Tech's campus that make game day and everyday comfortable were built by the hands of a United Association, Local Union 72 plumber, pipe fitter, or HVAC technician. We do important work that makes a difference. If you're smart, like making great money, working with your hands, and you want a career that makes a difference, join us. Visit UA72.org. Okay, now everybody in. I volunteer for the third row. This sacrifice is my destiny. I can curl my legs up like a pretzel so everybody's soup pieces can fit. And, hey, it's actually super nice back here. Finally, a three-row SUV where everybody wins. The first ever Lexus TX. See your Atlanta area Lexus dealer. Every Georgia Tech game is on Atlanta's flagship station for the Yellow Jackets. This is The Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. This is the Coach Damon Stoudemire Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Back here live tonight from New Round Brewing Company on the East Side Beltline. We're really excited. We're taking the Damon Stoudemire Coaches Show on the road all throughout the rest of the month tonight at New Round. And then the next two Mondays, we invite you to join us at Hattie B's West Midtown, their new location on 10th Street. That's a stone's throw from Georgia Tech. Make sure you come on out. Great food, great time as we talk Georgia Tech basketball with the head coach of the Yellow Jackets, Damon Stoudemire. Let's continue the conversation here live from New Round Brewing. I'm Andy Demetra. He's Damon Stoudemire. And, well, I guess, Damon, I think a, a good way to shake off a scoreless night is to come back the very next game and pour in a career high. And that's what Miles Kelly did uh, on Saturday versus Louisville. 36 points. He was 11 of 20 from the field, 6 of 11 from 3. It was the highest scoring ACC game by Yellow Jacket since your assistant B.J. Elder had 36 versus Clemson back in January of 2004. And if you want to parse it out even further, Miles had the highest scoring ACC road game by Yellow Jacket. You ready for this? This is Dennis Scott. He had 36 as well, 1990 mm. versus Duke. That's some pretty elite company. And I know I did my homework because our sports information director, Mike Stamus, cocked his head like he was a dog and tricked by a magic trick. Yes, indeed. Pretty good company, right, Moose? Uh, and I know that the performance from Miles was probably a result of how he worked from Wednesday to Friday, coming out of that Wake Forest game. How did you see Miles get reengaged to help lead him to that performance on Saturday? Yeah, I, I thought he was locked in. You know, I, I've always said I, I believe that, um, you know, you know, practice you creating habits to be successful in the game, and you know, you seen that with Miles. I mean, he really shot the ball well, and it wasn't that he shot the ball well; it was the shots he was taking mm-hmm. too. I think that he, I, I think that he took really good shots for him, and um, you know, he did a good job of you know getting downhill, um, and, and again. Um, you know, the, the rim got really big for him. You know, he had a really good game. You know, I was proud of him. I was happy for him. Um, you know, 
looking and I know and I know he's looking for it as well just you know over the next seven games you know looking for him to be just more consistent you know with 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 his shooting and, and different things but um, it was really good to see him, you know, get back on track. And this is the time of year where Miles seems to turn it on, dating back to his freshman year. It was a rare off night from your freshman, Nate George, by Dongo. Nate wound up without an assist, and I know By was uh, in the morass of foul trouble all night long. How can both of those guys grow from the Louisville game? Well, first, first of all, I was I'm a little confused about the. Officiating, I don't want to harp on it, but I, I must say, like, it, it's... I, I want you to keep that money in your pocket here. No, they just, you know, 34, 34 fouls. Yeah. And we, two two of our bigs, our bigs got fouled out, but their big only had 12 points. So I'm just saying, make it make sense. Like, you know, it would be different if it was one guy, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But they shot 34 free throws. And so sometimes... I just don't know how they call the game. Some one day is physical, then the next day you allow touching. You know, and you call that. So I just I'm confused. Honestly, I am about how each game is called differently. You know, but nonetheless, you know, uh, Nate and By, you know, them going, you know, they were, you know, two for twelve combined, and you know they didn't play well, and I think that, you know, obviously if they don't play well, that hurts us. But it's a part of the freshman freshman growing pains you know they're gonna they're gonna be up and down a little bit and you know the one thing i can tell i can tell the the listeners is that you know after the game if you walked in the locker room they they were the only two crying you know they were they, they were crying i mean they were you know boohooing and you know it's you know with bias you, most people wouldn't notice with bias it's it's he's easy to coach because he's disciplined but now at the flip side of this Bias from Senegal, and so when you talk to him, a lot of times he never looks you in the eye because in his country that's disrespectful to look to look an adult in the eye. So even in trying to talk to him and telling him to, you know, to look at me, you know, sometimes I forget. And wow, you know, he he really he really was, you know, I mean, he was, you know, he was really disappointed in his in his effort and he's a pleaser nate's a pleaser so you know i mean i i can't fault them you know it happens but i'm you know i know that you know they'll bounce back you know on wednesday you know they they know they're a big part of what what we what we're doing and you know they need to play well for us to be successful and what has to add to the exasperation not only does louisville get to the free throw line 34 times and they make 31 of them and i've never seen this before wake forest and louisville combined last week made 48 of 51 free throws that's 94 percent like that, that yeah. never happens yeah, that no. volume or that accuracy but you know by every night he, he's giving up inches and pounds or in some cases bowl to his opposing big man mm -hmm. and i think teams are trying to attack him early because they know his value to your team mm -hmm. and some fouls are just inevitable but yeah. is there anything by can do better to avoid some of those heedless fouls that sure. maybe cause them to collect more foul trouble than he needs early on yeah, for sure. I mean, a lot of times, like, you know, even at the beginning of the game, I've tried to tell them, like, you know, two points is two points. Let's take the ball out and go down the floor. Sometimes you just don't give up Don't give up a silly one early. You know, and even the other night, you know, he, he closed out to, to Hatfield, and it's like you don't have to close out to him, you know, and that's another, you know, was what I thought was a silly foul or one that we could have made up. And, you know, 
Um, when the game gets fast for him sometimes, you know, he just starts to play, but that's that's on us as coaches. we got to get him to slow down and understand, you know, when and when not to. But, yeah, he, some of those fouls, are, you know, we we need to definitely get him to, you know, not, not, give, not give some of those up. Well, because of the foul trouble to him and Tyjohn, also you didn't have Debo Coleman or Ebenezer Dewan available for various reasons on Saturday. You had to get resourceful off the bench. And Ibrahim Asako and Carter Murphy, they combined for 14 points for you. Mm. Murphy drilled a couple of threes. Ibrahima had some nice pick and rolls with Kyle Sturdivant in that second half. What do you think of their performances? How can they build on that? Well, Asako, I was happy for him. You know, um, he did. He finished and plays. He thought he played really well. I thought he had played well against Wake Forest, but, you know, you just needed some scoring. You needed more shooting, and, you know, the game kind of got away from us. But I thought he played well in his minutes in that game, too. And, um, you know, I was happy to see see him contribute and, and uh, have an impact on the game. And, you know, Carter, I think, um, you know, dating back to when he got hurt, I think Carter can help us, you know, a lot. You know, he, he played last year in a great conference. And, um, you know, he's a great shooter. And, you know, Carter's solid. You know, the best the best thing that you can say about someone like Carter is that um, he's never in the way. You know, he always, you know, he knows his role. He's a cutter. He's a screener. Um, he knows how to, you know, play off other, other players. And, you know, that's why he was able to, to get those open threes. You know, he's envisioned of the guys handling the ball. And he did a really good job. And I even think moving forward, you know, regardless of him being a walk-on or not, I think he can help us. Yeah, I think that was uh, really encouraging to see from Carter. Of course, uh, disciplined and knowing yeah. his role. Yeah. Better know any better, I'd say he was an Air Force cadet. <laughs> For sure. And I loved it in his online bio at the Air Force Academy. He said his favorite subject was math. That's when I knew he'd fit right in at Georgia Tech. Oh, yeah. Of course, you were coached in San Antonio by a former Air Force cadet and Greg Popovich. Yeah, yes, I was. And Slightly different styles and senses of humor, I'm sure, between Carter and Pop. Yeah, yeah Pop, he uh, he used to wear his Air Force hat during practice. Okay. Yeah, he wore his hat a lot during practice. And, you know, um, you know, he was... You see him on television. That's him. That's, that's him. Oh yeah, he's, yeah, he's, a, he's really, he's a character in a lot of different ways. He's a champion in a lot of ways as well. Oh, yeah, very cool. We'll continue the conversation with Damon Stoudemire. Got to hit another timeout. It's a live edition of the Damon Stoudemire Coaches Show here from New Rome Brewing Company on the Beltline of Atlanta. We'll roll on after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. You know Georgia Tech basketball is exciting to watch. But here's something you might not see. Many of the mechanical and HVAC systems on Tech's campus that make game day and everyday comfortable were built by the hands of a United Association, Local Union 72 plumber, pipe fitter, or HVAC technician. We do important work that makes a difference. If you're smart, like making great money, working with your hands, and you want a career that makes a difference, join us. Visit UA72.org. Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company is the official craft beer of Georgia Tech Athletics. In the stadium and around ATL, you can find New Realm's delicious Georgia Tech collaboration brews, Ale of an Engineer Golden Ale, and Hell of Vienna Lager. Find them near you today by using the beer finder at newrealmbrewing.com and visit New Realm's Atlanta Brewery at 550 Somerset Terrace on the Eastside Beltline Trail. 
Listen up, Yellow Jackets. Westmar is now leasing for fall 2024. We are excited to announce our partnership with Westmar Lofts. All-inclusive rates and fully furnished apartments located right in the heart of West Midtown. They offer Georgia Tech students a private shuttle service that takes you to campus every day and recently renovated floor plans and amenities. Westmar Lofts offers the lowest rates in the city. Stop by and tour today. Call 404-897-1003 for more information on their current specials for fall 2024. Kroger always gives you savings and rewards on top of our lower-than-low prices. And when you download the Kroger app, you can enjoy over $500 in savings every week with digital coupons. Plus, you can earn fuel points to save up to $1 per gallon at the pump. And with a Boost membership, you'll save even more with double fuel points and free delivery. So you can always save big every day with our savings and rewards. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Recycle, compost, eat local, eat vegan. Don't use straws, don't use plastic bags, don't use hairspray. Drive a hybrid, drive an electric. With so many ways to help the environment, it could be overwhelming. But the easiest way to make a difference can be as simple as paying your gas bill. With the Greener Life program from Georgia Natural Gas, your natural gas usage is carbon neutral. Join Greener Life to offset the carbon emissions from heating your home and help keep Georgia a little greener. Sign up today at gng.com green. With the Kroger app, shopping online with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. Same low prices, same personalized deals, same rewards on the same high-quality items like Honeycrisp apples and pasta sauce with no hidden fees or markups. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Stream every Georgia Tech game totally free on the all-new Fan app. Download it now for Apple or Android and listen to the Jackets anywhere. The latest on Yellow Jackets basketball. It's the Demon Stoudemire Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. You're up for another week of Georgia Tech basketball, which continues Wednesday when the Yellow Jackets head to Purcell Pavilion to take on Notre Dame in the return engagement. We'll see if there's some revenge in store on Valentine's Day for the Fighting Irish who, like Georgia Tech, come in with three ACC wins. Mike Stamus, our intrepid sports information director, sends along one more footnote about Miles Kelly's 36-pointer against Louisville on Saturday. Also time for the highest-scoring game by an ACC player this season. R.J. Davis of North Carolina had 36 against Wake Forest. We were at one point in that second half on Kenny Anderson watch because he's still the last Yellow Jacket to reach the 40-point plateau. He did that in 91 versus Howard. I know you had a couple of 40 pieces in your uh, Arizona days, right? Oh, yeah. A couple of them. I had... Uh, like, what, 41 against Stanford? I had 45 against Stanford. And but I didn't mean to sell you short there. My apologies. No, no you know what? I, I could have I broke the record, but... I can't remember who we played this year. I got really mad because, no, seriously, think about this. I think Devin McLaughlin. McLaughlin, yeah. McLaughlin. He's from Georgia. I know he went to school with my son. Him and Brandon played high school basketball together. He got his career high. It was going to be his career high, I guess, or, you know, whatever. So he scored 30 against us, but. I mean, we weren't trying, you know, we were letting them, you know, we were you conceding weren't the game. Yeah, yeah. We played Stanford, 
and I could have broke the Arizona record, and I had a wide open layup, and I didn't. I didn't uh, take the layup, and Brevin Knight came and stole the ball from me, so I got a turnover yeah. instead. <laughs> you know, we, I, I, we won the game, though, but we I got a turnover instead. Here's the thing: I don't think Arizona fans probably remember that turnover. They probably remember the 45 points a little more. I remember. Does Brevin Knight remember that steal? Is the I, big question. I bet he does. I bet you so. Yeah. How about that? Well, Miles, 6 of 11 from 3, which is really good to see. He had seven threes against Notre Dame when you faced the Fighting Irish in early January. I, I want to ask you about this because you guys were, were really propped up by your three-point shooting in that first half versus Louisville, 7 of 16. And you shot half as many attempts in the second half. I know you've said threes beat you, twos don't. Was there anything Louisville took away from you guys where those looks were less available in the second half? Anything your players could have done better to counteract whatever they were throwing at you and still get those looks from three after halftime? Just knowing how how valuable they were for you uh, in the opening half. Well, no, I, I don't think, you know, I don't feel like Louisville did anything different. You know, when... You know, a lot of times when you think about three-point shots, and especially when they're not deep into the shot clock, you know, you're sharing the ball or you're somebody setting a good screen. I think that that was a lot of it in the first half. Although we didn't have a lot of collective assists, you know, I thought that we we did take good threes. And, you know, um, in the second half, I, you know, I thought we turned, number one, I thought we turned the ball over too much. You know, so sometimes what happens is you can break your own rhythm. And I think, you know, we broke our own rhythm at times and turning the ball over. Now we're walking the ball up the floor. I thought we did a better job in the first half of getting out and creating opportunities for us. Mm. Uh, You know, I I think Georgia Tech fans may have seen the value of Debo Coleman from his absence in that Louisville game because he's somebody who can stick a corner three. And when guys like Tafara and Tajon and Sako are catching in the corner, you're seeing defenses play off them. They're, they're going to give them that three. Tafara has shown the ability to hit that corner three this season. It just didn't materialize for him at Louisville. Uh, what can you guys do to reverse out of that when defenders are sagging off from that guy catching in the corner? Still be able to work your offense where you're creating good angles and looks. Well, I think a lot of guys got to cut. You know, usually if you if – you, uh, you're not a great shooter or you you're struggling shooting the ball if you if you cut a guy you you know you you might be able to cut and get a bucket um you know you got to do that you got to set a screen but i think that that's what you got to do you can't just stay in the corner and you know we've talked a lot about that and i'm trying to tell you, i love our spacing i love the spacing the corner spacing but if there's a guy there's a couple times that i can remember just to your point you know there are guys that are driving and i don't even think the defender i don't even think the louisville defender seen the man you can just cut back door if he can't see you if he can't if if he can't see you with his eyes how he's gonna see you so um i think that that's something that we we definitely got to do you definitely can corner cut you can slash cut you can do a lot of different things Mm -hmm. and you know you have to you have and that goes again to getting lost into the little things but those are things that we can do to, to help um you know, create opportunities um, for those guys, but then just to keep them moving and to keep their guy occupied. Keep them occupied, keep themselves active, and the harder you cut, the more that ball finds you in positions where you can go and cash out. I know it was a week to forget for Kowasi Reeves, whom you've said has been your steadiest, most dependable guy this year. Scoreless versus Louisville was one of nine versus Wake Forest. What do you think got him off kilter last week, and what can Kowasi do to perhaps recapture himself uh, heading into this week? You know, I, you know, it was it was a it was a different week for Kowasi and 
You know, I teased him and said, man, you know. He needs to put some color back in his hair. I man, think that's, man, that was that, that, that's what I told him. Knew I it. said, man, you got, you know, you got to color your eyebrows and color your hair back. And, man, let's maybe we can get some. <laughs> I hadn't seen I hadn't seen him with the with the with the black hair since since he got here. So, um, you know, I, I think that the one thing about Kowasi, what I will say is that he cares. And so. Um, he just has to relax. He don't have to put any pressure on him uh, on himself. And you know, I think that you know he needs to have a he he needs to have a, a big couple games this week for him. You know, I think when he plays well, you know, we we tend to play well. You know, and he's he's been consistent. Um, you know, he did have these two these two bad ones. I you know I thought it, you know even you know and so he just has to get back to again getting lost into the little things. And you know he. He had a good day. He had a good day of uh, practice today, and you know tomorrow we got to get another good day from him. But um, the biggest thing is, and, you know, I would say this about him, and I would say it about the freshmen. I even say about Miles, and you know, the majority of our team, we got to do a better job with the recovery. You know, it's like a boxing match, right? Like, you know, when you get staggered, you got to do a better job with the recovery. Re- recovery. You can't just had a hangover. You know, each possession, each possession. So somebody scores on offense, then we come back. I mean, excuse me, on defense, then we come back on offense, we take a bad shot. Then we come back down here. That that affects this play. Like, that's something that's that's huge for us. And, you know, that's as, big, that's as much as a part of, you know, some of the struggles that we've had lately uh, as anything. But, I, you know, I look forward to, you know, getting back on the floor and, and you know, Wasey, you know, redeeming himself and, and playing better. One auspicious stat about Kowasi Reeves. Now, he missed his lone three-point attempt versus Louisville. But in road ACC games this year, Kowasi is still 15 of 31. Nearly 50% from three-point range outside of McCamish in ACC play. So he's shown that ability to find those visiting shooting eyes very much to his liking. And he will, of course, along with the rest of the Yellow Jackets, head to Purcell Pavilion on Wednesday night to take on the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. One last question here before we have to hit another timeout. Uh, That pick and roll, especially at the top, can be so lethal for you. We've seen it with Nate playing it like a a Stradivarius with Bidongo or whoever else is on that short roll. It seemed like Wake Forest and, to a lesser degree, Louisville did a good job kind of jamming that, that pick and roll. Um, how do you make sure your guys can still play effectively out of it when they are trying to really just just jam up that pick and roll uh, and, and, you know, teams trying to play you very physically yeah, in that yeah. action? I think, you know, when teams play you physical, I think what our guys forget about is you have to play physical on offense. You got to fight for your position sometimes. And then, you know, when you come off the come off the ball screen, if you're the guard, you got to actually use the pick. I think at times, you know, we you know, we kind of try to avoid the contact. Sometimes you got to make the contact. And we were given the ball handler was given the defender you know, too much space in between in, in between the, the the ball handler and the pick. You know, so we got to do a better job with that. The bigs got to do a better job of setting it. it. It has to it has to work together. And then a little bit of it, I thought, you know, more so more so Louisville game. That's why you know I I, I took I took Nate out and you know I told him and you know we talked after the game. Sometimes I just don't think you have it, and I didn't I didn't think he had it that night. He didn't have the same pop I thought, you know, and it was. You know, he came off in the in the second half and 
Clark just kind of nudged him off his stride, and I was like, eh, you know what I mean? It's just kind of like I, you know, tried to give him a little more, but it just seemed that his energy was low. And so, you know, to run those ball screens, you, you have to really be methodical with it. And to your point, Andy, you know, when we're good at it, we're really good at it. But teams are getting on us, and, you know, Nate has to adjust, and I've told him this. He has to adjust the way teams are playing him. And I think the game plan is to wear him out. You know, I think the team, if you look at, you know, just the last five or six they're, games. They're team, picking him up yeah, right team, in midcourt, right in his chest. Teams are picking him up. And, you know, sometimes you just got to go beat somebody to get them off your body. And then sometimes, you know, even, you know, if Miles, you know, you know, Miles and, you know, Kyle's not in the game, we got to use by and play through him a little bit as well, you know, from the top of the key. So, um, you know, those are things that, you know, we've talked about and got to work on. But, yes, when the pick and roll is lethal, um, you know, we, we've been really good. And, you know, Notre Dame is a team where – they they really pack line it. They collapse a lot, so they'll give they'll 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 it'll be some opportunities for us in there. But now we got to make the right read, making that right read, and uh, as you kind of alluded to, those adjustments are always evolving throughout the course of the yeah. season, and we'll see what kind of adjustments Georgia Tech can make ahead of tip off versus Notre Dame at Purcell Pavilion on Wednesday night in South Bend. We'll take another timeout. He's Damon Stoudemire. I'm Andy Demetra. Once again, we're visiting to you, visiting you live tonight from New Realm Brewing Company on the east side belt line of Atlanta. It's the Damon Stoudemire Coaches Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Every day, this talented lineup brings it. Power, versatility, and the ability to outwork and outthink the competition. The dynamic Ford Escape SUV, fan-favorite Ford Explorer, and the built-wild Ford Bronco Sport. This lineup is destined to create classic moments. See your local Ford dealer today. Greatness starts here. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Looking for the perfect game day or really any day food? Panko Chicken is your answer. You've never tasted anything as crave-worthy as Panko's award-winning, healthier chicken tenders, sandwiches, and their tacos are off the chain. It's Panko's unique Japanese-American spin that makes their chicken the crispiest, juiciest, and most flavor-packed chicken you've ever tasted. Panko also has a large selection of incredible vegan and vegetarian options. With locations throughout the metro area, it's easy to satisfy your healthy craving for the best chicken in Atlanta. Check them out at PankoChicken.com. Here comes the rambling wreck. My family and I love watching Georgia Tech football. Though it's hard to choose between the big screen at home and the excitement of being in the stands. Either way, Scana Energy's part of the action as a proud partner of Georgia Tech. So join Scana and my family in cheering on the Yellow Jackets this season. Sign up with Scana today and get up to $100. Call 877-GO-SCANA or visit scanaenergy.com slash jackets for details. Limited time offer terms and conditions apply. You know Georgia Tech basketball is exciting to watch. But here's something you might not see. Many of the mechanical and HVAC systems on Tech's campus that make game day and everyday comfortable were built by the hands of a United Association, local union 72 plumber, pipe fitter, or HVAC technician. We do important work that makes a difference. If you're smart, like making great money, working with your hands, and you want a career that makes a difference, join us. Visit UA72.org. You know Georgia Tech basketball is exciting to watch. 
But here's something you might not see. Many of the mechanical and HVAC systems on Tech's campus that make game day and everyday comfortable were built by the hands of a United Association, local union 72 plumber, pipe fitter, or HVAC technician. We do important work that makes a difference. If you're smart, like making great money, working with your hands, and you want a career that makes a difference, join us. Visit UA72.org. Okay, now everybody in. I volunteer for the third row. This sacrifice is my destiny. I can curl my legs up like a pretzel so everybody's suitcases can fit. And, hey, it's actually super nice back here. Finally, a three-row SUV where everybody wins. The first ever Lexus TX. See your Atlanta area Lexus dealer. Every Georgia Tech game is on Atlanta's flagship station for the Yellow Jackets. This is The Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. The latest on Yellow Jackets basketball. It's the Damon Stoudemire Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. We'll tip off at South Bend at 7 o'clock on Wednesday. Of course, you can join us for the Ramblin' Wreck tip-off show presented by Kroger at 6.30. As another week of Georgia Tech basketball is underway, the Fighting Irish on Wednesday and then back home at McCamish. Can't wait to see it pack up. 10th and Fowler as your Yellow Jackets welcome in the Syracuse Orange on Saturday. He's Damon Sotomayor. I'm Andy Demetra. One other note coming out of the Louisville game. Tyshawn Claude, even though he fouled out, he was wet working the window. Six offensive rebounds versus Louisville. That's a season high for Tyshawn. Uh, who was the best offensive rebounder, Damon, that you have either played with or against? And what would you convey to your players about what made that guy so successful? Popeye Jones. Wow. That was not a name I expected. Popeye Jones, when I played with him, Pop, one year he averaged 14 rebounds, and then another year, the other year, I think he averaged 13. I know Moose would probably check it. 90, I think 96, 97, and 97, 98. He averaged a lot of rebounds, and it was positioning. He was, he was small. He had really long arms, um, but he, he got a lot done. He carved out a lot of space. He was a great offensive rebounder. Um, ben Wallace was probably the best I've played against, you know, in terms of keeping the ball. I'm, I'm lying. Dennis Rodman. Yeah. I'm sorry. Dennis Rodman was the best I played against. And he was – I'd never seen a guy that was in as good a shape as him. He, he essentially started to working out after games. He would work out after the game, mm-hmm. you know. But he was in such great shape, did a great job of, of tapping the ball to himself. He was really, really – Really, really great in anticipating that ball and anticipating that miss. He was in great physical condition, and that's before you take into account all of his trips to Las Vegas and uh, whatever he did after hours. That man was superhuman. No question. Uh, Popeye Jones, uh, reading his profile here, in a game March 10th, 1994, so before you entered the league, he set an NBA record by collecting 12 offensive rebounds without a single defensive rebound which is an NBA record since the league started tracking the category in 1973. That was Popeye. Popeye is, I'm telling you, Popeye is one of the the best rebounders I've ever been around in my life, and congrats to him as well for being on the Denver Nuggets staff that won the championship last year. That's right. He's sired a couple of NHL players as well. 
Yeah, if I'm well, not mistaken. No, Pop. Well, Popeye's son was the number one pick in the NHL draft. That's pretty good. <laughs> I remember when they were little kids and they used to they used to play outside and they used to, they they used to play hockey. When we were we were here in Canada, you know, because most yeah uh, yeah most people forget that that hockey was the was the uh, was the main sport back then. I think now basketball is taking over. When I got there, you know, it was all hockey. How do you feel about being considered part of the so-called Raptors generation that because of the uh, inception of the Raptors yeah. franchise and guys like you and Tracy yeah. McGrady and, and Vince Carter, that you inspired this generation of basketball players from the country of Canada that now, you know, next summer in the Olympics, they're going to compete for not just a medal, but maybe a gold medal with some of the talent now. Yeah, no, it's, um, you know, I think the, the coolest thing about about that for me is that even when I go around now and I see some of the NBA players and you know um, you know they always they always show gratitude towards me you know and you know the opportunity that I that that I gave them you know but I didn't know I was giving it to them at that time but you know they said that you know nobody nobody really played basketball up there at that time but to see that and when the Raptors came and you know that's you know it was more so I always say this you know I was with great people you know I still the, the owners you know the Bitov family John Bitov I still talk to to this day such a great man Isaiah Thomas you know him him and Isaiah went to Indiana together that was the kind of the connect that was the connect most okay. people don't know that they went to Indiana together and so you know they you know kind of put the thing together and you know it was just such a it was, it was a mom and pops organization at a time where you didn't you needed the customer service to to get through the rough patches and so that was <laughs> that was that was essentially what we did we all comforted each other you know it was a lot of late there was a lot of late night meetings trying to figure things out there so it was it was a lot of great times though but yeah it was it was and when you, when I think back to the infant stages of that, and then where it's come today, you know, is is really remarkable. That first season was in the Sky Dome, right? And that's where you played your home games. Yeah, the first season was in the Sky Dome. Um, we practiced at this at, at Humber College, and uh, we our weight room was at Humber College. Like it was like literally we. We it's like it's like being in tech, you know. We had we, we had our buzz card and we buzz in and then we go. We just you know, but I mean, but it was, you know, you didn't know any better. I didn't know any better. Yeah. I hadn't been in the NBA, so I just you know, for me, uh, it didn't matter. We could have, you know, we could have been anywhere. So for me, it was just it was it was great. It was great, and I had a I had a really good time up up there in that city for those three years. You know, everything is so sleek and streamlined now with with franchises, practice facilities. There there was something charming about having to swipe a college ID card so that yeah. you can go to your practice facility, which was yeah. at a college. Yeah, and yeah that's yeah. that's an experience that you, I'm sure you look yeah. back on fondly that just doesn't exist anymore. No, I mean, you know, when I was in Boston, I thought, you know, the organization, it was it was second to none. They had – I, th I thought they were another mom-and-pop organization, you know. I mean, I, they did a they did a good job of, of keeping everyone together. Um you know that first year, I was like, man, I never been with a NBA franchise that cele celebrated so many birthdays together. <laughs> you know, we celebrated. We had, you know, there were like four birthday parties, and it was, and 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 we were always together. And I'd never seen that now. And I tell you, this is the crazy part about it. Brad Stevens was there. Wick was there. 
pags, like ownership right there in the party. And wow. I've never seen that before in my life. So from the top balcony of the executives yep. down there to the folks below, yeah. everybody was uh, was yeah. celebrating. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I don't want to put you on the spot and ask you who's your next player who's celebrating a birthday, but we can save that conversation for another time. Uh, I meant to ask you this last week. Uh, the Lakers dedicated their Kobe Bryant statue outside mm -hmm. Crypto Arena. What were your recollections of playing against Kobe? Because you guys came into the league within a year or two yeah. of each other, and so you really saw mm. the rise of Kobe Bryant into the megastar that he became. Yeah, no, I, you know, the thing about Kobe, what people forget is Kobe kind of made his way. It was, the, the way wasn't paved for him. You know, when he got to the Lakers, they had all-star Eddie Jones. Um, Nick Van Exel was there. The, they, had, they had a core already you know and he made himself a player i'll never forget this so we used to go summertimes we go to ucla and play and um so after his rookie year he had shot the air ball so he shot those jazz, infamous right? air balls against the yeah. jazz he had shot about two or three air balls and so i had went to la uh, magic johnson used to have his his big game uh, every year miss midnight summer magic and um, so I go, I get there, I get there a week early. So, you know, you want to go to UCLA and play. And so what happens is that I seen Kobe and he was growing his hair. He had gotten bigger and he just looked different when he was on the court. I was like, ah, he, he's different. And so if you remember, you know, that was essentially his coming out party. And, you know, he, he kind of made, he kind of made that. He he made him. He was he was a made man. He made himself the player he was, and you know I just never seen somebody that had that much confidence in himself and, and his abilities on the floor. And and um, as we you know had those epic battles with the Lakers for that for that two three year window, um, you seen him elevate each and every year. And um, you know he was when I when I when I got done playing the game. Um, he was the only NBA player I wanted to watch. I didn't really mm. watch too many of them, and I'll never forget. I, I was, it was, I didn't want to be there. But what happened was I tore my patella tendon, and so um, I was on bed rest, and so I got a chance to see the 81-point game live. And Ooh, so against the Raptors. Yes, and so I'm I'm injured and I'm laying on the bed, and so I'm 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 calling people and I'm texting people. Telling them, man, are y'all watching this? But nobody was watching because everybody was playing. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was injured, so I'm the only one injured. So I'm sitting around there, and I'm like, man, this is crazy. I'm I'm watching this game. This this man is. I mean, you see, he was going off, and you know, it was just like I never seen nothing like that before. No, very few others have. Right. Very very cool. I always love when you can start spinning your yarns right. about right. your NBA experiences. Uh, right. I know you said bring so much cachet from that world, and always great that we can uh, dip in and uh, and tap that vein for you here right. in your show. Right. Well, let's take one more time out. We do want to turn the page and start previewing Notre Dame, their personnel, what you learned from the first matchup against the Fighting Irish, and what it'll take right. for a win at a place where Georgia Tech is surprisingly and somewhat missed finally experienced very few of them which is at Purcell Pavilion in South Bend. As we wrap up the Damon Sotomar Coaches Show after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. With the Kroger app, shopping online with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in store. Same low prices, same personalized deals, 
same rewards on the same high-quality items like Honeycrisp apples and pasta sauce with no hidden fees or markups. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Here comes the Ramblin' Wreck. My family and I love watching Georgia Tech football. Though it's hard to choose between the big screen at home and the excitement of being in the stands. Either way, Scana Energy's part of the action as a proud partner of Georgia Tech. So join Scana and my family in cheering on the Yellow Jackets this season. Sign up with Scana today and get up to $100. Call 877-GO-SCANA or visit scanaenergy.com slash jackets for details. Limited time offer, terms and conditions apply. One of the toughest jobs in law enforcement is telling a family that a loved one has been killed by a drunk driver. That's why Georgia law enforcement works every day to keep drunk drivers off the road. Every DUI arrest could be one less family to lose someone to drunk driving. You can help. Hand the keys to a designated driver or call a ride service. It saves lives and prevents a costly DUI arrest. Drive sober or get pulled over. Brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company is the official craft beer of Georgia Tech Athletics. In the stadium and around ATL, you can find New Realm's delicious Georgia Tech collaboration brews, Ale of an Engineer Golden Ale, and Hella Vienna Lager. Find them near you today by using the beer finder at newrealmbrewing.com and visit New Realm's Atlanta Brewery at 550 Somerset Terrace on the East Side Beltline Trail. Recycle. Compost. Eat local. Eat vegan. Don't use straws. Don't use plastic bags. Don't use hairspray. Drive a hybrid. Drive an electric. With so many ways to help the environment, it could be overwhelming. But the easiest way to make a difference can be as simple as paying your gas bill. With the Greener Life program from Georgia Natural Gas, your natural gas usage is carbon neutral. Join Greener Life to offset the carbon emissions from heating your home and help keep Georgia a little greener. Sign up today at gng.com slash green. With the Kroger app, shopping online with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. Same low prices, same personalized deals, same rewards on the same high-quality items like Honeycrisp apples and pasta sauce with no hidden fees or markups. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Stream every Georgia Tech game totally free on the all-new Fan app. Download it now for Apple or Android and listen to the Jackets anywhere. This is the Coach Damon Stoudemire Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Before we start previewing Notre Dame, make sure you get your tickets to join us at McCamish on Saturday as the Yellow Jackets take on the Syracuse Orange. That's a 5.30 tip. We've had some great energy, great atmospheres at McCamish throughout ACC play. Can't wait for the energy you will bring us on Saturday. And keep that orange out of the building, if you will, for Georgia Tech and Syracuse. But before that, Georgia Tech seeking a road win at Notre Dame on Wednesday, 7 o'clock at tip time. Our network airtime 
at 6.30. And even though it will be on Valentine's Day, revenge will be in the air for the Yellow Jackets as they try to atone for that overtime loss they suffered to the Fighting Irish in January at McCamish. And, Damon, uh, this is a Notre Dame team that's really leaned into his defensive identity uh, under Micah Shrewsbury. What makes them uh, a difficult team to score against in the half court? You noted earlier they do try to pack the paint, but what is it about their system uh, that makes it tricky? Um, well, just, you know, again, I just think they do a good job of, of packing the paint. And, and you know, what he tries what he tries to do is, is you know, he, he does a good – Micah does a good job of controlling the game. I, I've known Micah, you know, for a minute, and, you know, he does a really good job of that. Um, you know, he, he he's he slows the game down. Um, you know, they run a lot of sets. You know, they – you know, they have really smart players, so I'm not saying they try to trick you, but they try to trick you. You know what I mean? Gamesmanship, and, right? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. And so you have to you have to really stick to your concepts and your principles on the defensive end when you're playing against uh, Micah coach teams. Uh, his son, Braden, had a career-high 25 in that game. Now, their leading scorer on the year is Marcus Burton, their freshman. Yeah. He's kind of like a hummingbird, just constantly yeah. keeps that dribble active. Yeah. He's averaging 16 a game. However, in that matchup in McCamish, you held him to 4 of 18 shooting, which was his second lowest field goal percentage in a game this year. What would you do well, specifically against Marcus Burton, that you'll try to, to duplicate on Wednesday? Well, I thought we did a good job in our two-on-two -two defense. That's going to be really important playing against these guys. And what um, do you mean by two-on-two -two defense? Well, you know, you got to keep you got to keep guys at home. You know, I mean, unlike the Louisville game, you know, we we pack the paint a lot. You know, but we got to have really good, you know, really good on-ball defense. You know, we got to have our big and and, and impacting the ball. And you know, we got to really do a good job in that in that ball screen D. And, and I thought we did a good job um, against him the first game you know they don't have collectively they don't have a, a lot of ball handling but what we have to do is is you know we we can't overreact and we have to we have to do a good job in the game plan of running them off the line but but not but not uh over all right there you go that's the game plan for the yellow jackets and we'll busy on the air on wednesday and on that we'll wrap up this week's edition of the damon stoudemire show big thanks to our friends at new realm brewing company here on the bell line he's damon stoudemire i'm andy debenter for all of us thanks so much for listening to the damon stoudemire show on the georgia tech sports network from legend sports